Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Somehow I've missed it, but Toby Keith passed away at the age of 62. So today we're playing some of his music. Remembering Toby Keith today, he uh, passed away from stomach cancer. He announced back in June of 2022 that he was being treated uh, for stomach cancer. He had been performing as recently as last December. A little bit later on this morning, we'll play um, one of the last songs that he had written and performed, and it's um, very sad, obviously, knowing uh, the situation that he was in. But uh, remembering him today, so many great hits, so much great music, and gone way too soon. Only 62 years old. Good morning. This is the Morning News with Nancy and Jason. It's sponsored by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. <laughs> yes, you tell them. We love the our farmer's dogs. Dog. The Farmer's Dog. There we go. All right. Talking about music, the Grammys brought in 16.9 million viewers just the other night. It's a that, few, huh? That is up 34% from last year. It's also uh, the most watched Grammy ceremony since 2020. Now, there's a Paramount Plus numbers, too. They say they saw their highest Grammy viewership ever, 173% more streams than in 2023. Uh, at the high of 18.3 million viewers, the most watched quarter hour of the show began at 9.45 p.m. That's when Stevie Wonder, Annie Lennox, John Batista, and Fantasia Barino led the In Memoriam segment. I also think what happened, just my own unexpert eye, Watching that whole show was so many people were talking about that duet with Luke Combs and uh, Tracy Chapman. I really think that that drove people then and said, oh, my gosh, I want to go see what's going on, because that was not too long, obviously, before that. Um, And by the way, Tracy Chapman yesterday posting, this is crazy. Tracy Chapman's fast car reached number one on U.S. iTunes yesterday, the day after her live performance with Luke Combs at the Grammys. That's 36 years later. I think it didn't hit. Crazy. The other version hit number one. Yes, Um, yes. So so this, um, people were like, what? You know, you got a younger generation who maybe didn't know that song, you know, didn't know who sang it and thought, this is fabulous. And by the way, when she performed it, um, she was great. I mean, this, there was no, like, you wouldn't have thought that she hadn't really done any kind of public appearances or anything. She was so great. And the way they did it was just so phenomenal. So anyway, a lot of people have been talking about not just that, but so many great performances on the show. You had Joni Mitchell's first ever performance at the Grammys and 
it, it, her, it was both sides now was the song, which is a song that by itself, anytime could tear me up. But the way she did it, she's had to come back after um, an aneurysm and relearn how to talk to be able to sit there and sing was just amazing. Celine Dion surprised everyone presenting the album of the year award by the way um to those and i was one who at first thought it was kind of weird how she if you look at the video and look at pictures and stuff celine and taylor hugging after the awards um there was no snubbing what happened was (laughs) this is what happens now people watch the video she was reaching out to get the award and somebody walked by and said something and she turned her head and then when she you know Sure. And I mean, when they people win, will overthink things. When they win these awards, they know in advance you got to make it really quick. Right. So people are kind of acting in a funny way. It's very. It's never natural when right. they go up there to By accept the way, these awards. Taylor Swift announced her upcoming album, The Tortured Poets Department, and she's also released the track list from the upcoming album. It's not until April twentieth, I believe. Um, but we do know that some of those songs, um, one features Post Malone, another is with her and Florence and the Machine. So I can't wait to hear it. I'm, I'm really interested in what that's going to be like. But yep. a lot of people watching the Grammys, more and more people than in the last four years or so. W- will it be overshadowed by a little uh, football game this weekend? <laughs> the knows. big game? We can say it's the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, the uh, NFL, who I, I look, let's give them some props. They had that Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl games thing over I the weekend. it was very successful, that it was. was. It was, did you see the crowd? I couldn't yeah. believe how big the crowd was for subpar football action. But it was cool because you different. really get to see their personalities and, you know, with Peyton and Eli on the sidelines talking and coming up with their plan. I thought they have really taken that to a a whole other level. Yeah, they really did. And people were like, I'd rather watch the football game. Well, you didn't. And that's (laughs) the the Pro Bowl was this weird time where players didn't want to get hurt and wanted their free trip to wherever. They really learned a lot from when baseball does the home run derby and all that stuff. Slam dunk contest. Um, But uh, they had a a press event. It was called Opening Night. And they had, uh, I guess the biggest crowd drawn was to Travis Kelsey. And of course, all the press asked him, there were some football questions mixed in with these. Oh, I'm she sure. seems to be enjoying the games. She's uh, she's part of talking about. kingdom right now. It's, uh, it's fun uh, seeing her enjoy the game of football knowing that it's kind of new to her life. Uh, every These are uh, like five or six of the questions all about Taylor Swift. She's uh, she's unbelievable. She's uh, she's rewriting the history books herself. Uh, I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with some hardware too. Somebody, I don't have it here. Some somebody was like, "Oh, you're gonna uh, get a Super Bowl ring and maybe another kind." He's like, "Shut up!" Oh God! Yeah, Taylor has an unbelievable fan base that uh, that follows her and supports her throughout her life, and uh, it's been fun to kind of gather the Swifties in the Chiefs kingdom and uh, open them up to uh, the the football world and the sports world, and it's been cool to just experience all that. It's amazing though this game coming up, and these are the questions. They were all questions. Yeah. I'd say eighty percent were about. Um, I have heard some. Oh, this is about the album. Um, I have heard some of it, yes, and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for uh, her to shake up the world when it finally drops. Uh, you want to hear one more? Do we care? I mean, I kind of care. <laughs> I was fortunate we uh, we landed in uh, Las Vegas just in time for me to turn it on on my phone and uh, catch her winning her 13th award, announcing her new album, and then uh, obviously the big one at the end, the album of the year for the fourth time setting, setting records. It was pretty amazing. He's a very good sport with all of this. One of the reporters asked, uh, if you don't want to get hit or something like, who are you hoping doesn't hit you? Like, who hits hardest in the NFL? And he answered, he goes, now that's a good question. Like, you could tell he was, <laughs> yeah. he, he played 
played along. Look, they're He's, in a whatever you may think about the situation, either of them or whatever it may be. Um, anybody, it's got to be difficult to be them in a relationship yeah. in two very big parts of their life going on at the same time, and. I don't know, like, it's got to be real dicey and tough because I know that you guys are going to go, oh, they're millionaires. What's so tough about it? I'm just talking emotionally um, because because of the attention and stuff. you got to be able to handle that. It sounds yeah. like he's able to handle it. Very well. Which is wild because if you can't handle that, things aren't going to work out so well, right? right? So you've got to be able to handle all those kinds of questions. And at least he's not annoyed or upset by them yeah i don't think he, at least not outwardly the only thing that hasn't happened to either of them at this point is something bad happening in their perspective fields taylor didn't accidentally hit her hit a kid in the fit in the crowd with a guitar and have the media going what the hell lady yeah but and, you did have the fan dying remember at the concert with the heat exhaustion, remember? A while back, right? Yeah, yeah but Not I'm during just this saying, relationship is what I'm saying. No, that was when was they it? were together, yes. So I'm sure that's the kind of stuff that weighs heavily on people, too. If, put it this way. If he fumbles three catches mm-hmm. and they lead to the Chiefs losing, that kind of heat. You know, were you distracted by your relationship <laughs> with your, your love affair with the blonde? It's like, whoa, be respectful. Like, it could get real ugly real right. fast. And that's, I think, when the pressure, right now, everything's been going on Well, he had a fantastic smooth. game last time. So that yeah. one of the only reasons uh, between him and Mahomes that they're where they're at now. I mean, some of those diving catches, yeah, were just crazy. There's so. a story I read, too, and I forget the statistics was, but they said, like, this year's Super Bowl ads, because they know there are Taylor Swift fans, a lot of females, a lot of advertisements are geared toward women this year, more mm-hmm. than they have been in previous years. So to say she's not making an impact is a lie. Maybe it's not the impact you would want as a sports fan. But she's definitely making definitely an impact. Definitely making an impact on, uh, you know, look, there, she does have a, he, she'll, he'll never have the fan base she has. And yeah. I don't think many people ever will again. Yeah. It's a, it's a fan base that is incredibly loyal. They're probably tuning in. They'll be tuning into that game just to see how he's doing because they care about her. It is 718 at WILK. Uh, some of the other things to talk about, we posted it up on Facebook yesterday and a number of people commented. Um, your experience and others' experience. We mentioned Target specifically because they have some new we don't know thing. what it is. Really. We have some new thing yeah. where everybody stands in one line till they get to the registers. There's some confusion about how some people are cutting through lines to get to others, which doesn't make sense. Um, then some stores are also implementing the self-checkout for only up to 10 items that has ticked right. people off. I'm seeing more and more stories about just the, this backlash against self-checkout areas. Uh, so will we see more and more crackdowns on that? What's weird is it seems like Target went in the opposite direction, did they? Or they only have four. What did you say? How in many Dixon do they City, have? In Dixon City, they have four of them, but they have a couple registers usually open. And again, everyone's in this one long line. Um, everyone, and no one seems to be angry, which is so weird. You see uh, people... I saw people angry. I see people frustrated. I see people going, <clears throat> it's, it's like... I'm not waiting in this. Yeah, but you said your wife even said, I'm not going in there. I saw two people post that. Well, okay. As far as like. If it ends up where someone walks out of your store, you got a problem. Whether they're angry, happy, or, you know, just mildly annoyed. You don't want them to not shop there. I would expect by as, as crazy as that line is, you'd see people just going, this is 
beep. You'd expect people getting really outraged and everyone's no, waiting. Let's hope not. It's not I mean, grumbling I, about it. But the point in the end is if you're the business owner, Why? that is exactly yeah. what you do not want to happen. Whether they're happy yeah. or mad, if they walk back out the doors as soon as they see a long line, that is something you definitely need to address. So will they? Well, there was, uh, uh, I was over in another uh, store and I was talking to someone about it and she said, yeah, I can't even go over there on my break anymore because they usually go over and grab like a snack. Can't do that. Can't the do lines that. are too long. So it's really inconveniencing people even working locally. Toby Keith passed away. That was news that came out overnight. Toby Keith uh, passed away stomach cancer after uh, about 18 months since uh, he first told the world that he was undergoing treatment. Uh, Very sad news. That song, How Do You Like Me Now? That was a song about, didn't you love it? Living in your radio, How Do You Like Me Now? It's kind of like the ultimate. So, you screwed me over. Well, here I am, a big star. He was like literally riding high in country music in the late 90s and 2000s, truly was. And even still playing concerts and such right. up until he announced his uh, his diagnosis back in uh, the summer of 2022. And he was really big on the you know the business side of things and the Toby Keith brand. I know mm-hmm. when I was out in California, they were opening up one of those like, what was it called? Like Toby Keith loves your bar and grill or something. I love you. Or uh, it was some bar and grill he was opening. I'm not sure if that was successful or not, but uh, something you'd seen other artists do, which is just they become this brand that right. people will follow around and love. So Yeah. King Charles uh, III has cancer and is going to step back. From uh, public duties, I am seeing uh, some news this morning. The uh, prime minister, let me just get the uh, information here. The prime minister in the UK uh, says that it's been caught early. So that's uh, what little bit more we know that uh, nothing understood. was coming out at first. They were just saying. Well, I mean, they're know. not even saying what type of cancer right. this is. I have seen other doctors who say, look, they went in to do um, a, tr- some kind of a procedure for an enlarged prostate. And they do say it's not prostate cancer. Um, some of the other cancers that could come up when you go in there to do those procedures, I've heard it could be colon, it could be kidney, it could be bladder. Um, but if, uh, if caught early, as uh, they're saying, that yeah. would be some good news. But we don't know what type of cancer it is. Prince Harry is said to have uh, begun traveling over to see the family. So he is on his way over there uh, to be with his family. And hopefully, God, who knows, um, there, some kind of rift could be healed. It seems that there's really, really bad blood, so to speak, between him and and the members of the royal family. And look, people take sides. And, you know, there may be some more responsible than others, and none of us knows the real story until you're behind the scenes. But wouldn't you hope that maybe they can mend and patch things up? Who knows? Yeah, the brothers might be a little bit uh, trickier. Probably, but... Father and son might be something they could could salvage. It would be good if they would be able to do that. Anyway, it's uh, sad news uh, coming out. A lot of news coming out about, you know, obviously we know that Princess Kate was in the hospital. Have we ever found out? It's none of our business, really. Well, I mean, again, it's not our business, but do you think the people over there deserve to know? You would think at some point, since uh, taxpayer money goes (laughs) towards the family, you'd think it would be in the interest of people to understand what's going on. It's very, very strange how little has been released. And unfortunately, in situations like that, when stuff isn't released, people then fill in the blanks with all these kinds of stories. And you've seen it all, but it, you know, 
None of it's. It is amazing when the Charles News came out and they said that you know they're not releasing information as to you know how serious the cancer is or what kind it was. And my first thought was, oh, that's not good. Other people were saying, oh, that's good because they they just want to kind of downplay. It's not that big of a deal. He's going to be fine. They don't want to make it seem like he's bad. I I don't know why telling what type it is is not good to tell unless it's really bad. That's what I'm saying. But like that's what I don't understand. Like to me, if you. It, it, by not saying what it is makes people think it's more right. serious because will people speculate if it's one that isn't as curable? I mean, I've seen people react, is my point. Like I've seen people react going, well, I can't be that big of a deal. If it was, they would have let us know it was serious. And I jumped right to like the know. WebMD I take thing. It the other way. Yeah, I took, I, it the, I took it the other way. I take it the way that if you're not telling people what it is exactly, you're only giving them little bits that it's worse than it is. Now, that's what there's I no confirmation of that. So I don't want, I'm right. just saying that's my first impression. Um, Britain's prime minister said King Charles III's cancer was caught early. That's what he said. Um, he offered uh, the British public little new details about the condition, just caught early. Prince Harry has headed home to see his father and Prince William, the heir to the throne, prepared to step up and take on some of the king's public duties. They say that Charles spent the night at home. He did begin his treatment. And uh, this is a a new health crisis just 18 months after he assumed the throne following the death of his mother. So we just know a form of cancer was detected while he was having the hospital procedure for that benign prostate enlargement. Again, we don't know what type it is, um, but he is undergoing treatment as we speak. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Toby Keith, sad news. Toby Keith passed away. He'd been battling stomach cancer. News came out early, early yeah. this morning. He passed away at the age of 62. It is sad, but he um, he really rocked country for so long. And, and honestly, he was still uh, riding high and co- doing concert at concerts and everything yeah. when he announced back in 2022 that he had stomach cancer. Um, and a guy who was uh, really, it, sometimes it, it seemed like a polarizing figure, I think because that song, Courtesy of the Red, White and Blue, came out right after yeah. 9-11 and a rock war happened and um, you know, people, some people didn't like the boot in your ass comment and other people did and he was a conservative Democrat, but you know, it was just but he found himself, uh, I guess, in the Independent Party. But yeah, friends with Stephen Colbert. I mean, it was. But he was a guy who believed in who he was and was who he was, and resisted, um, I guess, some of the record execs who wanted to kind of smoothen some of his rough edges. And he was like a rough edge, swaggery, macho kind of guy. 
I and mean, it's who he was. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just believe in who you are and what you're putting out there, and people are going to tell you no. And I'm sure that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, do we have to put the boot in the ass? Um, <laughs> it's like that's what I want. That's do. what I want. You're going to do it, and, and you know, you wonder how many people cave, and then they don't make that impact, and they go, "Oh, it wasn't as successful as we thought." But you know, if mm-hmm. you if you believe in yourself, sometimes that's the best avenue to take, even if the doors get slammed in your face. But he. Uh, Definitely left his mark. Yeah, Made his he mark did, and really. left it. Very sad news, though. So we've been playing uh, Toby Keith for you this morning here on WILK. Uh, some of the news we've been talking about. Obviously, we talked about King Charles III. Now yeah. I'm looking at Drudge Report. Of course, they kind of scan all the different papers and you know news outlets throughout the world. Monarchy rocked. King postpones uh, public duties, begins immediate treatment. Another headline: Is Charles abdicating? which he is not. He just said he's stepping aside. Uh, Just 18 months into reign, William steps up. Harry flying home. Britain expresses shock and worry. I think it would help if they would give more details as to what exactly it is that he is dealing with. Yeah. So um, he has never needed to call on anyone to stand in for him when he's abroad and or undergoing any medical treatment. Right. But uh, 17 months into his reign, he uh, is saying, I'm stepping aside. It looks like uh, Prince William will be uh, doing some of the duties that the king would have done. The king is not abdicating. Okay. Um, they just announced he is stepping back from some public engagements while he receives treatment for cancer. So I would say it's good to hear the prime minister come out to say it's been caught early. But they need to give more information or you're going to have a public that's going to start to fill in the blanks. And yes, I'm, they do oh. deserve to know what's happening. With tabloid journalism still going strong over there, they will do that anyway. Sure someone will tap somebody's phone. God they knows, will sir. do it anyway. Yeah. Nikki Haley, the only remaining GOP presidential candidate challenging Donald Trump, has now applied for U.S. Secret Service protection. Uh, there are threats she says she is facing, confirmed by her campaign spokesperson. It comes amid reports of swatting incidences at her home in South Carolina. There was one while her parents were there. Although the campaign does not specify when the request was made, Haley acknowledged the heightened security and threats, stating such challenges will not deter her from public life. So the Secret Service provides protection after authorization from the Secretary of Homeland Security. They will consult with the Congressional Advisory Committee. So, I mean, it seems like that would be a prudent uh, call to make, right? If you have people doing those kinds of swatting incidences and other things, and you're the only one standing now against... Yeah, the grand scheme of things, someone on that national stage, it's a little bit of a, a you know investment, but still, you know, take care of these people. Right. She's not going to need it forever unless she uh, moves forward. Right. 570-883-0098. We got a lot of other things, so we can talk about the passenger train service that goes from uh, Pittston to Jim Thorpe was very, very popular last year, right? A lot of people uh, took those uh, that passenger train. I mean, it was pretty much sold out, was it not? It started last May. Yeah, they had a good, really good uh, turnout for that. Yeah, they did. So they say that uh, they will be starting up a little bit earlier. It looks like April is when uh, the passenger train excursions this year are set to begin. Um, so if you want to get them, remember that... It's good to get them early. They sell out. Um, It will start April the 6th, according to the Reading and Northern Railroad. 
they made that announcement on Monday. Uh, so uh, it debuted last, I think it was around Memorial Day. It looked like May 27th last year. So April the 6th and uh, these scenic train rides, uh, it takes you down there to Jim Thorpe. You have about four hours uh, to go visit, go eat lunch. There's all types of shops. There's an opera house. You know, it's a good time. And then you just come on back. And they said they were astounded by the great success of the first season. Uh, so uh, they are excited to see what 2024 brings. It's $39 a person if you're departing from Pittston, by the way. Uh, you can also get up on the Penobscot uh, Station Mountaintop for 36 bucks, And in Whitehaven, it's $29. Uh, you want to check it out, though, ASAP, if you want to buy tickets, because they do seem to sell, to sell out quite quickly. Yeah, if you're one of those people, I was a little skeptical. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. At first, I thought it was something different. Then I realized it's kind of like a ex- daily excursion kind of trip. I was like, ah, who's going to be interested? I was so wrong. Everyone was interested. It was crazy successful. So I don't think I fully expressed that my, I had that skeptical thought in my brain but i was wrong and i um, happy right. to see the success it's great I great am, for the area i am on their uh, website trying to look and see i'm trying to buy to, tickets already i don't know if you can get them yet because i'm in there right now and it's only showing february right. i don't see it says unable to find events so even though they're telling us it's april the 6th right. i don't see right now where you can get the tickets so maybe uh, shortly but they just announced when they would be uh, starting. So uh, a great just little, keep checking it out. Great, great thing to bring people into the area. I know a lot of locals went to it and enjoyed it. So yeah, we'll see it if it continues really to grow. Yeah, good morning, good morning, good morning. That song number one in 1984 in February, because February 1984 was the third warmest February on record. Third warmest. Weren't you also a senior in high school? Senior in high school, yep. I thought yep. maybe you and also that was- liked that song. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, Van Halen in the '80s and '70s. Yeah, who didn't? That was just awesome stuff. <laughs> it's really good. That was the first like album I was ever in love with, and it was like you know, mm-hmm. Sony Walkman on my ears. Heard the intro to that, know exactly where I was. Changed my life. Mm-hmm. It really did. Crazy, nice and warm. I tell you, um, I hope this isn't the old guy speaking, but if you lived through the '70s and '80s with music. It was so rich, you didn't know it at the time, because you had New Wave, you had punk, you had hard rock, you had singer-songwriter, you had soft rock, you had yacht rock, you had disco. Anything imaginable was out there, and I just thought it would be like this forever, and now it's just very... Uh, one-sided, isn't it? I mean, you nah. can't really say. I don't think that, so. That is the old guy in you, I think, because I think every generation hates the generation or two after them. It's just the way it is. You know, we're not supposed no, to. No, you're wrong. Because not if always. you turn on any if you turn on any radio station, you're not going to hear a diversity of music. Now you're going to hear only one type. It's going to be uh, uh, like poppy, uh, Britney Spears type stuff, or Taylor Swift, or it's going to be like hip hop rap. There's no like spectrum that like there was alt, in the '70s and '80s. It, I think I yeah, hear I alt mean, rock, don't you? And then you have college stations uh, playing a lot of new stuff still. So. Yeah, I, I mean, think you're misinterpreting me, though. I'm talking about, like, in the popular realm. Like, so stuff yeah. you would hear on the radio, it was the whole spectrum. I don't know. See, but so many younger people also just have I, their playlists, you know? So many other yeah, options. Well, I, yeah, I agree. It's out there, but you have to dig for it now. It's not, like, out there for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, get, I, I think I get what you're saying. Um, it, is, it is kind of interesting. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, it's. Yeah, I think it just seems that way because I remember like that era had like Quiet Riot and Van Halen, but you also had 
a couple years later, like Debbie Gibson, they would all be on the yeah. same radio station. On the same radio, or the cars, you know? And uh, I and remember when I used to listen to the classic rock station, and I wanted to hear Michael Jackson. And I'd call, and they'd say, <laughs> we don't play Michael Jackson. Because I like Michael Jackson, I did. So I get where you're going, where there were stations that played pop, and then there were also stations that played classic rock, and then there were soft rock. So you had all different ones. And yeah, never you would, the you two shall hear, meet. <laughs> right. Never the two shall meet. That's what I'm saying. You would hear Van Halen, and then next, Michael Jackson. And you're not hearing that anymore. It's all like just one type of nonsense. <laughs> all right, there's some good stuff. <laughs> How are you nonsense. feeling, Joe? I, I sense a little stuffiness in the nose. I hear it a little bit. I don't know what this is. I can't shake it. So it's like a nasally background cold, but not enough to whack you out. So you still have to go through life. And then you get a little sore throaty background yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah. And then my wife did this to me yesterday. I came home and I said, hey, how you doing? And she said, you got a cold, don't you? And then, of course, I get immediately defensive. No, I'm fine. Why? What's up? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you're human and it's okay to have a little cold. Show some weakness, Joe. She'll love it. She's like, why don't you relax? I'm like, no, I have stuff to do and I feel fine. Right. <laughs> Let's trade wives for us next time I get a cold. That sounds delightful. Why are you pushing that away? <laughs> I sneeze and my wife is like, don't you, it's a cold, get over it, go do something, build something oh, like man, a man. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, no, I feel sick. Oh, that's wonderful. Funny. We could switch roles. All right, the rest of the week we can have fun because there's nothing happening. Today's going to be sunny, tomorrow's going to be sunny. A couple things you need to know with this clear, dry air, the air is so devoid of moisture, water vapor is a greater greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide. So if you have moisture in the air, it traps heat at night. Without any moisture, it gets cold. So it was teens and still is teens this morning in some parts of the area. Um, And it's going to be like that again tomorrow, a lot of 20s in the morning, maybe a couple teens. So sunny by day, clean, low humidity, near 42 today, 45 tomorrow. But then it starts getting warmer. So late week, we're putting more moisture in the air, near 52 on Thursday, partly sunny, not as cold at night. Friday, passing shower. Saturday, passing shower. Both days still 40s to low 50s. Sunday looks dry, mid to upper 40s. Now, you'll hear about a storm on Monday. The GFS keeps flip-flopping. It forms a weak coastal storm. Yesterday, it was bringing it into Pennsylvania. Then it pulled it away. Now, it's bringing it back, pulled it away. The Euro model is keeping it to the south. So, I don't want to rule out a little snow on Monday into Tuesday. It's still in the realm of possibilities, but uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But next week will definitely be colder, back to the 30s for a good part of the week, but no bitter cold or really big storms expected, with the exception of that Monday, Tuesday. We'll see how close that comes to us into next week. What do you think? Um, I think I'll be listing for more. (laughs) I guess they just want to keep us on the edge of our seat about that, right? Oh, who does? Uh, The gods. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, we're not <laughs> doing that for... The weather gods. No, you said, we're not it, doing you said that it's for, flip-flopping, for so it's, it, it, yeah, it's not we're you. Not doing it. No, I don't think you... No, yeah, it's not I, drama. But next, I'm looking at next week, so we have Chinese New Year on the 10th, okay. and then the following week, Lincoln's birthday, then we have Valentine's Day already. Things are moving quick. President's Day the following weekend. Woo! Well, we're going to be getting to Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday, right? And then um, steamroll right to Easter. Before you know it, we'll be in bathing suits out on the beach. 
Ash Wednesday, you're right. That is next Wednesday. And being brought up a Catholic boy, that was a big day for me because I was an altar boy and everyone in the neighborhood had the ashes on the head and it was, I'd have to go to the stations of the cross every uh, Wednesday and Friday, I believe, with my mom. Oh yeah, good times. Didn't you give something up for Lent too as a kid? I used to do that. Gave something up for Lent, did that, did that. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. All still, many people still do. I'm not yeah. saying that's all past tense, but yeah, it seems for to be you. getting a little bit more esoteric. <laughs> right. Is right, it? Right. I, um, I make myself a better person. Okay. That's what they say, yeah. All right. Well, Talk look. to you later. Thank you, Joe. My, my, my give up um, new poppy music and I go back to old school 80s rock. There you go. I don't believe that's giving up anything for <laughs> I'll you. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Johnny Busted. Lucas always gives up the sweet stuff. He will not be having his donuts in the morning. We'll have to tell the donut bringer not to tempt you. <laughs> the donut bringer. The donut bringer. He I might has have insulted yesterday. You might have. <laughs> it was a little rude. It was like, because like, if I don't want a donut, I don't want you to bring the donuts over to me and then tempt me again. You were a little quick. I admit that. You admit it. I always tell people, Nancy's like the nicest person. Sometimes a little quick. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a little quick and I just say things. Playing Toby Keith's music this morning. If you're just waking up, somehow have missed the news. He had passed. He passed away from a, a battle with stomach cancer. Yeah, Battling for a couple of years. Uh, the news broke uh, very early this morning that he passed away. 62 years old, Toby Keith. Yeah, the family posting that he had passed away, surrounded by his family on Monday. So yeah, he's only 62 years old. Yeah. About 18 months after he announced to the world uh, that he was going to be battling. Uh, stomach cancer. Um, here's a story out of Indiana. I don't know if you saw this. A daycare director sentenced to six months in jail. What she did was she gave melatonin gummies to kids without the, the parents' permission. Yeah. yeah, I mean, 11 felony counts of neglect of a dependent and six other misdemeanor counts. Uh, she gave the gummies to 17 kids ranging from infants to four-year-olds uh, because she wanted them to get sleepy mm-hmm. during nap time. Yeah. Um, what a ridiculous, outrageous, crazy kind of thing. Um, no parental consent. I guess one parent... Um, was requesting pediatric strength melatonin or something. Maybe she felt that was the door to open this whole thing. Um, but anyway, um, this is just... I remember when that story came out, because I remember saying something, and I think it was probably uh, like taken the wrong way. I was like, I feel like if the kids are acting up, that's something the teachers might whisper to each other. Like, oh my God, we only give these kids melatonin. Ha ha! And you just move on with life. You don't do it. Right. No, I, like we had, I had friends on the West Coast, and she went, was, we were joking about kids acting up, and she goes, that's why every, and this is a true story, she goes, that's why Benadryl every night. Yeah, and that's we, crazy. I've remember, heard of people who do and, that. And, and we was, were like, ha ha, and she goes, she wasn't laughing, and we're like, wait, what? No. She goes, I give her Benadryl every night, it helps her sleep, that's and then terrible. I can drink wine. And I was like, oh my God. Well, yeah, that's not. No, we were no, like, no, this no, is no, mortifying. No. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.